0: Hello to, to all. Sorry, have a little technical glitches. Hello to all of our Leander ISD middle school students. We're going to go ahead and get started here in a few minutes. So please continue to log in and to sign in. We have the poll going right now, just so we get a feel for who's in the room. Um, for those who don't know me, and I don't know why many of you would, I'm Corey. I'm the Chief Communications Officer here in Leander ISD, and I am going to be panel leader extraordinaire, meaning I will answer very few if none of the questions because we have way smarter, better people to do that than me um, here on our panel. We're waiting for um, Superintendent Dr. Gearing to get on the line while we go ahead and do that. I'll go over just some Logistics on how this is going to work. We use those high schools, we use the high school students as our guinea pigs yesterday for the first Zoom chat. Um, This is a Zoom webinar, so it's going to look a little bit different than your classrooms have if you've been doing Zoom um, with your teachers. Um, What we're mostly going to be doing today is engaging y'all in some QA, taking questions, answering as many as we can. Um, We have the chat function. You should be able to chat with our panel. Um, You can chat with me. You can chat with um, the superintendent through that. You can ask your questions through the Q&A portal. Um, We're going to answer as many as we can live. So if you click Q&A, you should be able to submit your question, and we'll make sure we go ahead and get answered um, while we're doing this. So please go ahead and start answering or asking questions, and we'll get them answered. While we wait for Bruce, you got to hear about who I am. Let's hear about who we have in the room.
1: Mr. Haug, you want to start us off? Yeah,
2: I'm Mr. Haug. I'm the principal at Leander Middle School.
0: Mr. Haug, how are you doing during the coronavirus?
2: Um, I'm great. Um, Balancing working with teachers. I'm trying to answer as many questions as I can from parents and from students, as well as taking care of my own family that's doing school on the side. It's very busy, but uh, we're getting through.
0: Mr. Kohler, you had that nice flat brim Danielson hat that you decided to take off. It's probably a good time to be bald right now, given that everyone's struggling to get haircuts. Um, you want to introduce yourself to the, to the crew, to the, to the audience, and let everybody know, give a check in on how you're doing?
3: Yes, sir. Hello. My name is Mark Kohler. I'm the proud principal of Danielson Middle School, opening this August of 2020. We're super excited. Um, yes, my my hair does make it quicker for me to get in and out of Zoom calls, uh, more aerodynamic than most, uh, which works out in my favor. Um, I am, uh, like Mr. Haug said, working with my family, uh, continuing to homeschool my daughters and working directly with my wife, who is our lead homeschool teacher in our home, um, and I support, and then helping build uh, the future of Danielson Middle School, which is, uh, hiring staff, uh making sure we are having student voice which we'll be working on in the next week or two of having student panels of our own to talk about what are the wants and needs of our students as we go into the 2020 2021 school year
0: so please feel free to continue to submit questions here we're just giving um superintendent gearing um a little bit of time to get in to our chat as we get going i'm going to continue introducing our panel Um, If you see me looking down and and around, I have two different screens set up. That's how I'm able to make this work. So I'm gonna look over here and I'm gonna call on Mr. Graham. Um, He is the next one on my Brady Bunch screen. You wanna tell the kids at home who you are, Mr. Graham?
4: Oh, John Graham, uh, Assistant Superintendent of Campus Activities and Support. And I can already tell there are some questions on here that I will probably be answering as they keep coming in. Uh, but I work with with the the principals and support them in many different areas with athletics and fine arts and campus safety and health and and transportation and CNS and uh, surviving as a homeschool parent myself and learning how to work from home as my daughter is a, a sophomore in high school and she's sitting next to me. Uh, doing work herself, and so it's an adjustment for all of us, but uh, I think it's uh, been a, a, a new adventure that we are all getting used to, and hopefully we can answer a lot of these questions that I keep popping up on the screen.
0: Mr. Evans, you want to let the world of Zoom, you have a hundred middle school students across Leander ISD in here right now, you want to introduce yourselves to the non Wiley students?
5: Yeah i'm brandon evans i'm the principal at wiley middle school go coyotes Uh, just the same as everybody else got my own kids plus uh, trying to make sure that all 1200 wiley students are taken care of um and so super excited to be here today to talk to you guys and to help answer any of the questions um i will go ahead corey if it's okay to answer one question talk about our pets as mr Kohler grabs his dog um I've got about five hundred baby goats running around uh not in my backyard but uh out around so I'm not gonna be bringing those in uh today. Um, but we're excited to be here and glad you guys are joining us.
3: This is our wily coyote at our house right here, Mr. Evans. But it was that question, do you have dogs? So I had bring the dog.
0: That's awesome. Thank y'all for sharing. Uh yeah, a lot that's a lot of baby goats. Um, uh, Mr. Evans. Ms. Maples, how are you doing?
6: I'm doing pretty good, Corey. Thanks for having us.
0: So you're the principal at Styles. for those who don't know. Yep. Um, how is life at the Maples household right now?
6: Doing pretty good. You know, I've got my own kiddo who's a third grader. Um, give a shout out to our elementary school teachers as well. Um, you know, hanging in there. It's kind of interesting, you know, having my husband here working at home, my third grader, and myself, but we've kind of all found our little corner of the world and just kind of staying at it. Teachers are working hard, so that means I have to work that much harder to make sure that they're taken care of.
0: Miss Cole, how are you doing?
7: Hello, I am great. Uh, uh, Earlier, I got a message that my internet was unstable. So if you can't hear me, give me a thumbs down and I'll stop talking. Um, I've got two daughters here, um, high schoolers, ninth and 10th graders that are working hard to keep up with this remote learning thing. And uh, I've been working a lot of hours with our teaching and learning departments, starting back over spring break when we first heard this news that we were going to be doing some uh, remote learning from home. So very busy providing resources and supporting our campuses. And um, I was a former middle school principal. So I'm excited to be on this, this Zoom with you all, all the students.
1: Mr. Rose, please assure me you are not driving and Zooming right now. Well, I would like to assure you that I am not, but I
8: can tell you I am pulling into my driveway, so I'm as safe as can be. Um, But yes, I am uh, the principal at Running Brushy Middle School. Couldn't be more proud of our Cougars. Uh, Life at my house, I had to actually run out and get some pull-ups because I have a three-year-old who's not homeschooling. Well, I guess she kind of is. Uh, Seventh grade daughter at Running Brushy, as well as a uh, Freshman at Baylor University. So we are all at all ends of the spectrum with uh, homeschooling and
0: online learning right now at the Rose House. And Did I just see Ms. Waltman joined us as, she's marked as John Graham on here, but that's not John Graham.
9: Uh, no, I am not John Graham, thankfully. Um, no, I had another meeting during this time that got canceled. So,
0: John sent me the invite to this week. And right on cue after the introductions, it seems like Superintendent Bruce Gearing has
1: gotten some of his technical issues cleared away. Bruce, can you hear me? Dr. Gehring, are you able to connect right now? Or are you in here? Well, we'll go ahead and give the superintendent some time to see
0: if he can log in. Uh, meanwhile, I think we have enough questions. Continue to go into the Q&A function and ask your questions. I think we have some people in here who can help answer on our students. Um, we'll take question one, Ms. Storm. Sydney, thanks for your question. How do we turn in eighth grade laptops? When will we have time to pick up things from our athletic and school lockers? Mr. Graham, I know you have been working to find a solution um, to get kids, to get students, to get teachers access to personal items, um, distribute things at the end of the year and collect things. What would you like to share with Sydney?
4: Yes, as I've been looking at the questions uh, coming in, I knew that this would be a a topic of conversation as I received an email from a principal on this very item also today. Um, We are working diligently to come up with a plan to allow students and staff an opportunity to to come up to the schools and pick up items from their lockers, both athletic, fine arts, uh, their normal school lockers Uh, but we have to do it in a very safe and healthy way Uh, and as you all are aware we are still under stay at home orders until um, may 4th across the state and may 8th within travis county and so uh, those are certain things that we there those are items that we have to look at as we are creating a plan uh, but we will have a plan for students to be able to drop off items that they currently have that may belong to the school. Um, And then we will have a plan for you to also pick up uh, stuff that you may have inside our buildings. It may look differently this year. Um, We are working with technology, we are working with the librarians, uh, and so the items that we actually received this year may not be the, the same items that we ask you to turn in each year. Uh, we just have to create a plan that allows for social distancing and, and, and keeping everybody safe. But there will be an opportunity in the near future. I would say that, that type of events will start to occur in the middle of May. Uh, but we will communicate that to you but no, we want you to be, have an opportunity to get your stuff and turn in items that you need to turn in as you may transition to a new middle school or to high school next year. So there will be a plan, but it will be a plan that's organized to allow the, the safety and health of, of all the people involved.
0: Thank you, Mr. Graham. Dr. Gearing, it looks like you're back in. Can you hear me?
10: Hi, Corey, sorry about that. I had a few little technical difficulties. Can you hear me now? We can hear you. Do you
0: wanna share an update with the 100 or so middle school students we have in the room? I know we're all missing, our classrooms, missing our students. Um, what do you want the, the students to know and to share um, as we kind of get into the meat of our Q&A
10: here? Thanks, Corey. Yes, thank you so much to all the students who have taken the time to be with us today. We really appreciate the opportunity to listen to your voice, to hear your feedback and know and understand what it is you're experiencing in this pretty challenging time. So we have uh, had several weeks now where we've been trying to make plans and make sure that you have what you need to exercise what we're calling emergency remote learning um, we know things are very different. And so what I'm really curious about today is knowing and understanding what your experience is. How How is the learning going? What are you appreciating about what your teachers are doing for you? What do you find difficult? What are the challenges that you're facing perhaps at home that we can help with? Um, we really want to hear from you and know and understand how we can do better to make sure that we meet your needs. So that's really what today's conversation is about. I know you have lots of questions. We're going to try to answer those questions as best we can. We're going to be as open and transparent with you as we can, but know and understand that we don't know everything and we're not perfect. And so we're going to ask you for a little bit of patience with us as we move through this challenging time and try to make the best out of it. I hope uh, you're taking advantage of your time that you have to do your remote learning, but then also do some other things. I know you're stuck at your house, perhaps, and and maybe are tired of your siblings uh, and your parents, but, you know, they're doing the best they can, too. So, I look forward to hearing more of your questions, and we'll try to answer them as best we can. With that, I'll turn it back to you, Corey.
0: Yes, and so... You know this is also part of this was a check-in we want to see how our students are doing um, so please feel free um, if you don't have a question but you just have a general comment to describe you know what's working well um, what's not working well for you in remote learning please feel free to share that in q a is probably the easiest place for me to be able to relay it here we're capturing all of the comments in the chat and in the q a so just for sharing purposes anywhere is good um, but the Q&A might make it easier for me to be able to share it out with the whole um, webinar here. Uh, we have a question from Avery, and I'm probably gonna punt this to Ms. Cole. Um, it is about summer school, and I know on the teaching and learning team, y'all are talking a lot about this. Will we have school during the summer? Oh, this is specifically to make up for Ms. School right now. Um, Susan, do you wanna go ahead, or Ms. Cole, do you wanna go ahead and, and answer that? I know. It's a little bit different than summer school. I think that's specifically about all of these closed days and what does the impact, will it impact summer?
7: Sure, I'll take this and others can chime in if they have more to add. So at this time, um, our state uh, is really working with us and they have told school districts, as long as we are providing opportunities for students to learn from home, that we will not have to make up those days during the summer since we know this is happening you know, every school district in Texas and, you know, all over the nation. So at this time, we do not believe that we would be needing to make up any of these days over the summer.
0: Thank you, Ms. Cole. There is another question about laptops and turning them back in. Um, eighth graders as a whole do not, I don't believe, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, don't turn in laptops before they go to high school. Certain laptops need to be turned in based on their level of replacement cycle. Mr. Powell, you were raising your hand like I might be saying something
2: wrong. No, I'm just, I would say my encouragement is for people to go ahead and sign up to keep their laptops um, regardless of what school they're going to next year. Um, MLISD portal is open for them to go ahead and do that so they can keep them all summer and into next year. Awesome. Thank you for that. And for people
0: who might need to change in their laptop um, there's going to be a process for for turning things in and for picking things up and look out for that announcement as we kind of come up with that logistics of figuring it out how to get kids and students across, you know, 43 schools in and out and teachers as well. There's a question about fall sports and Mr. Graham, you get the distinct privilege of being the owner of so many of these questions. Um, with, uh, as campus activities and support. Will there be fall sports? What's your insight working with athletic director um, Jody Harmon and what
4: the fall could look like from an athletic standpoint? So we are planning for fall sports to occur uh, as like we always do, school starting in August and uh, allowing our students to participate in the events that uh, we allow at our middle schools we are continuing with that process. I meet regularly with Coach Horman and we are ordering materials and equipment to be ready to start school next year and allow our students to uh, to participate in fall sports, band, choir, all the events that we have at our middle school. Now, we will always watch uh, what uh, happens over the next few months, but our plan is to, to continue to plan for uh, school to occur and those events to, to take place. Um, I'm gonna refer this one to our member of our teaching and
0: learning team. We've gotten several questions about grading um, and how grades and assignments are working this school year. Um, Susan or Kimberly, Ms. Cole, Miss Waltman, do you want to speak upon um, what grading is looking like, what the policy or board adopted, and what our students need to know about grading. I'm going to punt it to Ms. Cole. Miss Waltman is still also a middle school principal. She's wearing two hats. I think Ms. Cole needs to answer. I'll take
7: this, and I bet Miss Waltman can add on what I might leave out. So yes, our school board um, did a, adopt a proposed. Uh, amendment to our policy to where the rest of this semester, we are looking at a pass incomplete. And so um, we're asking our campuses to work with their teachers and their students on that. Learning is expected to um, happen. Learning experiences are given to our students weekly. Uh, It does not look the same as in the classroom, of course, because of the situation we're in. We call it asynchronous learning and um, for most all of our students, and that's where uh, we provide different learning experiences and students have some options on when to complete those, but the expectation is that they are completed and we do expect students to do those activities. We do have some situations with that we call synchronous and Ms. Waltman can talk just a little bit more about that one. Sure, there are some opportunities
9: where Um, some of our teachers might do some live instruction. Um, For example, if you participate in social skills or you participate maybe in some speech therapy, that might be done synchronously, which is live, um, just like we're doing right now with the question and answer, so you're both on together. Um, So that would be some examples on that synchronous learning. Just as Ms. Cole said, um, yes, we really, really encourage you to participate in these activities, what our curriculum team has done, is they've taken all of the skills that um, our state would say that you would need to learn from now until the end of the year. They've taken the ones that are most essential, um, the ones that are most important, so that we can provide that instruction for you so that you are ready for the next grade level. I know some might find it difficult to participate in these activities at home right now, uh, but we really encourage you to take full advantage of that so you have the skills that you need to move to the next grade level.
0: There's a question again for the teaching and learning team about um, teaching new concepts. Um, It's a question about holding teaching sessions via Zoom to continue and impart new concepts to students um, and about how much of a help that would be um, in a mixture between posting material and having interactive teaching sessions. Um, Given that, you know, we're moving into what we called phase two. Phase one was just kind of trying to get the infrastructure up and going um, those first two weeks out of spring break and trying to learn in this emergency remote learning situation we're all in. And now some of the new learning is, is starting. Uh, Ms. Cole, can you talk about what does phase two look like and what can and students and parents expect in terms of new learning?
7: Yeah, yes, I will. And I'm going to have uh, maybe one or two of our principals also chime in on this one as well. Um, So, as Ms. Waltman said, we've narrowed the curriculum to really looking at what are the most important concepts. So, what I'm hearing is that some people are are asking, can we have some Zoom live sessions where teachers are teaching the concepts? And so, um, what we're done is we have to really think about all of our students in our system and knowing that some students may not have access to some uh, computers and other things so we have to make sure that we're being equitable as a district and so we ha- offer opportunities where there's this asynchronous where students can go in on their own time but most of our teachers are also offering office hours and uh, continuous improvement opportunities that um, where students can zoom in and get some more direct instruction and some tutoring and some help so um, middle school principals correct me if I'm wrong in that or what why don't you add
6: I think the idea is so that way, regardless of what the student might have have having going on at a particular time of the day, the instruction will look the same or how they roll out those activities. But the type of support that the teachers offer is kind of where the unique personalities of the teacher or the unique needs of the student or the the class would kind of go in. And so you're gonna see a healthy mix for the most part um, in all courses. Um, But I think if, you have a need for a reach out or you want to get a little bit more of that live support, I don't know that there would be a single teacher that wouldn't absolutely welcome that opportunity with the students in some way. Um, They want to connect with the students as much as possible as well. But a live teaching scenario would mean that some students would lose out on that teaching. So um, for us at Styles, for instance, um, a larger message has been, how can we set it up where all students can access it? but then also provide maybe the live support um, various times within the week so most of the students would be able to access
1: the support. There's a question from Tricia about online math or it's a comment my online math
0: is not oh it is a concern I would say Um, um IL because it's too much repetition. Will there be a different way of learning? Um, does anyone have any in on terms of what math instruction tools are out there and what insight we could give to Trisha?
9: Trisha, I would encourage you to reach out to your math teacher um, or uh, your counselors just to check in on that. If there's something that's not working for you. I encourage you to communicate that to your teacher so that they can help better support you. Um, you know, I know that we are using IXL to practice, but there are also other resources that each individual teacher is utilizing for their students. So um, reach out, check in, and let them know how they can support you in a better way.
0: And, and Dr. Gearing, we know that relationships are important. That was really your first words to the district when you were hired and you were, came to convocation. And met with our teacher uh with our teachers and all of our staff um i know that's been a big focus of our remote learning plan um can you talk a little bit about relationships and how um kind of our remote learning plan has been strategized around empowering teachers to make the best possible for
10: for students yeah absolutely you know i I agree with you that the relationships are the most important thing we're focusing i think in two areas of those relationships on making sure that students stay connected and by that we mean we want you to be connected to your teacher and your school and I want to give a big shout out to the principals who are on the call today because they're such a huge part of making sure that teachers are staying connected to each other and staying connected to you as students Um, but also you need to stay connected to your peers and so you know take the time to reach out to your friends and make sure that you're finding ways to maintain your friendships and continue your conversations and share the struggles that you're having and share the joys that you're having as, as you stay home. Um, I wanted to add to Kimberly's uh, statement about, um, you know, reaching out to your teachers. That's what they're there for. They're working full time right now. Um, they're getting paid to do that job. And so don't hesitate to reach out to them um, and, and ask the questions that you have. I will also say, and I think uh, Susan can back this up, is that the curriculum team has built some absolutely amazing resources. Um, There are um, great extra resources available to you on what I think is called the Parent Hub. And perhaps Susan, you want to talk a little bit more about that?
7: Yes, certainly. So we did roll out a Parent Hub website and you can find it on the main Leander ISD website. Uh, We're calling this Supplemental Resources for Academic Help or Extension as well as Mental and Emotional Well-Being and there's great resources on that and this does not replace what the teacher sends you. This is really supplemental if you're wanting some additional resources. Um, There's great resources if you want to extend and look at some STEM activities. There's some virtual field trips on that site. Um, And a lot of, I saw one question about social emotional, how do we make sure that students right now that may be feeling a little depressed or a little bit down, um, this site does also have some great resources to support students with that. Uh, For that one though, I would also encourage you to contact your school counselor directly and they are ready to assist. There's actually a form, I believe on the counseling website that you can fill out as well. So that parent um, hub is for, you know, a resource for parents but it's
0: also a resource for students leanderisd.org parent hub that's how you can access the parent hub um james has an easy question i believe this is for mr kohler the question is how is your dog so adorable i believe you have the only pooch that appeared on camera today so i think that's directed at you um,
3: that is a great question, James. Um, I didn't have a whole lot to do with that other than we went to a local um, animal shelter a couple of years ago uh, in Williamson County's animal shelter right there off of uh, Crystal Falls. And then there's one that's on Baghdad uh, uh, by Leander Middle School. And we were able to adopt Olive uh, from there. And my wife gave Olive a haircut today because her hair was getting a little long. So, but that's my daughter's companion.
0: We have a question from Angela. Can we have the teachers provide a consolidated lesson plan through email on Monday to the parents? For sixth graders who are having so many teachers, it's tough to keep up with multiple emails, online forums coming throughout the day. And for working parents, because we know we're all in this together, but we're all doing it very much in a different way. Um, Ms. Cole, I know that there's been discussion with the teaching and learning team about curriculum and communication I know we talked about it on a zoom chat earlier what would you want to share with Angela and for parents and families at home about um, just strategies for communicating Uh, maybe there's some principals who also want to weigh in on this
7: yes I'm gonna definitely defer this to some of our principals but um, I know as a teaching and learning team we were hearing this feedback that our teachers wanted the resources sooner and so every week we've been better at getting those to our our teachers in campuses sooner so that they, the teachers can then work to get it to the parents sooner. So I know there's different systems in place and we hear what your you know, your uh, request. Um, Any principals wanna jump in on this one? Yes, Jim Rose.
8: Um, I know we're all a little bit different, but um, one of the things that we're doing at Running Brushy, um, are we send our insiders out on Monday. And in that we have a a week at a glance document for um, each grade level. Um, that explains the the new skill for the week and any activities that are tied to those just so parents and students both can um, see that in one place and then uh, our kids know that they're going to see it uh, in their google classrooms as well but it's kind of a one-stop shop that we put on the insider as well as our website um, that helps spell that out every week.
5: Jump in, Uh, Wiley's got a home base And every Friday at 4 p.m., the teachers have gone in and updated it. So it is live over the weekend, too, because we do have some students that want to jump in and work when they have a little bit of extra time, maybe when their parents are home. Um, And so they're able to get on there and see the whole entire week for all subjects. Um, There's links on there so that they will take them directly to those Google Classrooms because I'm a dad of two students. um, And being able to have it in one location to click and know exactly what's required of my two kids I think is important. So we wanted it to be able, very similar to what Mr. Rose is talking about, being able to find it very easy um, or as easy as possible so you didn't have to spend a lot of time searching and pulling up different sites.
0: So I think it's safe to say that um, we're definitely listening and hearing the feedback and, and principals and teachers are hearing um, about the stress of parents um, helping support their, their children as learning is going on at home and we know we have parents in the, in the chat right now Um, We just want to, there's an article that uh, Dr. Gearing shared on his Twitter not too long ago um, about, you know, we use this word remote learning and online learning and distance learning, but really this is emergency um, virtual learning. Um, Ideally in an online school or online learning system, you're not doing so in a way where parents are working from home as well. Um, Everyone's being forced into quarantine and given the fact that we did this and put this together in in you know, really, a week over spring break, and then gradually over time. Dr. Gearing, would you like to share some more insight, just kind of in, and maybe some kudos for for our staff? We know that this was something that um, was very thoughtfully and put together on the fly. And you know, I'm not, I'm a man of faith. I'd say this was a miracle.
10: Absolutely, and and I appreciate that very much. You know, um, it's been incredible to watch the team pivot at very short notice over the spring break. Um, and to develop a completely new way of doing things. But what folks need to understand is that, you know, we're structured as a large organization to uh, deliver learning in a physical environment in schools and classrooms. We're not structured in such a way as to do what we're doing right now. And so we're learning as we go about what the best ways are to do this remote learning. So if you have great ideas, about we could do better, we'd love to hear those too. I will say the most important thing that you can do right now is make sure that you stay well, that you stay healthy, um, and that you take the time to really understand um, what your goals are and and what you should be working towards. Um, we do not know what your situation looks like at your house, and we can't even begin to guess what your needs are, so you have to let us know. And when I say that, I mean, You know, Let your teachers know, this is what's going on at my house. I'm looking after my siblings. I'm having to help with their work during the week. And my parents are working online and it's very difficult for me to get on or our internet is bad. Whatever your situation is, you've got to let us know so that we can work with you and help you to do the learning that's necessary for you to be successful when all of this ends and we get back to what may be a new normal, but will be some better form of normal than what we have right now. So I encourage you to just keep talking to us, keep letting us know what your ideas are, keep letting us know what your needs are, and we together can, can get through this.
1: Corey, you're on mute. You know, every time we do one of these, I think I do that and I get on mute
0: and then it just the struggles of a virtual life Um, and trying to cover up the barking of my dog in the background. I was just about to read, or I was reading a question from Italy. Um, What if we go to LMS and we're going to Danielson next year? What about our stuff in our lockers at LMS? Let Mr. Kohler talk a little bit about that transition to go back to what Mr. Graham shared earlier. We are working on a plan um, for students to be able to access their materials, their personal items that may have been left in school Um, back in March when we went for spring break. Mr. Kohler, in opening up a new school, um, do you wanna give the the students and the families at home who might be slated to go to Danielson and leave in Mr. Haug, um, uh, what what that'll look like?
3: Oh, and Mr. Evans as well, as there are some students going from Wiley. That's a very good question. Um, And so what we'll do is we'll work hand in hand with Wiley and Leander Middle School, and obviously Mr. Graham and the school district of what that transition will look like for students. When we talk about um, student laptops and we talk about student stuff at the other campuses and bring it into our campus at some point. Um, either way what will happen is whenever we're able to go back we will make sure we are mindful uh, to, to do our best to work with both schools and so our students are fully equipped ready to go um, for day one when we are able to return. Um, I assume Mr. Evans and Mr. Howick are both formulating plans with Mr. Graham and the rest of the school district about what that looks like Um, But just know that uh, at Danielson, we will do our best to support you. When students do come to Danielson, um, there will be a new laptop that will be deployed to them. uh, And so we'll have to work out a situation to uh, exchange the laptop they have from Wiley Middle School or Leander Middle School, so we can get those laptops back to those schools on our own um, and be able to issue our students our new laptops uh, for the 2020-2021 school year just for Danielson.
0: Mr. Graham, I know in our high school chat yesterday, graduation was a big topic. And of course, it's not the only um, uh, spring event. And we have a question from Adrian about eighth grade graduation advancement ceremonies, all of the big spring events. We know we're, cl- we're closed. April and May events are, are out um, in person, but what would you like to share with our, um, our middle school students who have spring events and advancement eighth grade
1: graduations are ceremonies?
4: Oh, we as I'm sure most of you know we have canceled all spring events uh, for the, the month of April and May uh, each campus does a graduation differently at the at the middle schools uh, and and that ceremony may not even be a graduation at some of our middle schools and so uh, I know it is important that we transition uh, our students uh, from eighth grade to ninth grade, and that transition is very important to not only the, the students, but families. Uh, but at this time, uh, the events uh, will not be occurring on our campuses. It is something that we can continue to talk about as uh, as a group with principals on what it may look like to help transition those students as they move from one grade to the, to the next. Uh, but at this time, uh, the, the, the ceremonies cannot take place on our campuses um, due to the to the situation that we are in. Uh, and I would say that each campus has a different plan to address ceremonies uh, like from eighth grade to ninth grade. And uh, something we could discuss, but it could not be an event that we occurs on our in our facilities.
0: And I think it's fair to say that the, the principals our staff um everyone in our interact is trying to honor these milestones and these celebrations as best as we can um, but safety and the public health concerns with the global pandemic are our top our top priority our top concern um dr Deering, there's a question from Kim um, if we do the work our teachers give us when we pass to the next grade, what if we only do some of it? what would be your your advice, your words to Kim about schoolwork
10: work and grade level advancement. Here's the thing, Kim, is we as students have an opportunity to do some really good, deep, strong learning um, because of what's happened. Uh, What our teachers and our curriculum folks have done is they've gone in, as Corey described earlier, I think, um, and really picked out what are the most important things that you need to know in order to be successful when you start up school again next year. And so I urge you to really take advantage of the learning opportunities that your teachers are offering you and to dig as deep as possible and have as much fun as possible with the learning um, experiences that they bring you. So don't skip out on them, do as many as you can, go to our online resources and try to find some extra things to do connect to your interests and passions, figure out what you love to do and do lots of it.
0: Ms. Cole, I'm gonna combine these next two questions because they're in the same same light. Um, they are about academic rigor and being ready for the next year from a teaching and learning standpoint. So The first question is, will there be time to review at the beginning of next school year Um, Nikki has a real feeling about possibly missing out on a lot of stuff that she um, needs to learn. Um, There was also another question um, about an eighth grader and being ready for high school. Um, It's a parent who's saying that her child is going to be concerned about not being ready for certain um, AP classes going into that eighth grade year. Um, What can you say about what teaching and learning is doing in preparing and, and being ready for that that next year that transition coming off of this remote, this emergency remote learning um, that we're doing right now?
7: Sure, so I was just in a Zoom meeting with, with the high school principals a little bit earlier today and I can tell you this is definitely a discussion that those principals are having with our teaching and learning staff. Um, there's been some talk about you know, how do we make sure and have a gap plan in place and and um, so that we can support our students and make sure they're ready when we start school next, next fall. So those are discussions right now that um, your principals are having and our teaching and learning team and, and we're very aware of that concern and we want to set everyone up for success. We do not want anyone to be uh, negatively impacted or penalized by this, you know, pandemic that we cannot control. and so. We're definitely having those discussions and we're gonna do everything we can to support our students moving forward, thinking about what that could look like um, at the beginning of next school year. So that's a really good question.
0: Dr. Gehring, we have a question from Vima. I know this aligns with something we've already answered and I think this is a great opportunity to hit this point at home. And it's an example of just um, how we're all in this together, living this quarantine shelter and life, but it's all different for everybody. Um, she writes as a mother uh, and a teacher in another school district. They're working from home. They're having difficulty completing um, all their work on time in terms of their students' work. Uh, she's saying that teachers have been flexible. Uh, can parents and students expect that flexibility to continue and that support to continue even as we've transitioned it to um, phase two, and then schoolwork is students are being held accountable
10: um, for completing schoolwork. Yes, absolutely. And um, it's always easy for me to say these words that we will continue to be flexible and we will continue to try to meet individual needs. Um, we do not understand everybody's home situations and, and what challenges they face. We also know that there may come at a time when people get sick, that students are sick or parents are sick and um, you know, the, the, there are difficulties. And so uh, we will continue to be flexible and try to meet those needs. Having said that, if for some reason your teacher is not being flexible with you, we urge you to reach out to these fantastic eight principals at the middle school level who can certainly help and intervene. Uh, We are servants at heart and we want to help everyone, each and every student to be successful. And so we are a large institution, however, we're not going to be successful 100 percent of the time. And you have to let us know when we're not so that we can self-correct and help you to be uh, everything that you can be. Great question.
0: Nikki has a question about yearbook. Um, Nikki, I can tell you that we're getting lots of questions about items like yearbooks and from students being able to retrieve that. Um, your individual student, your individual school is. I'm guaranteeing working on a plan on what to do for yearbooks and how if we can get them to you. So please look for that answer later in the year as we kind of figure out. Um, what we'll be able to do in terms of just getting any personal items. Um, once those decisions are made here in the next week or so, um, you'll be able to figure out what to do with your yearbook. Um, Mr. Graham, summer camps, um, we talked about summer school earlier, summer sport camps. Um, what would you say to someone, Monica has a question here about, will there be summer sport camps? Um, what's the summer look like for athletics, I guess, specifically in here?
4: Well, it's similar to the, to the answer I had earlier on the fall event. Um, we are actively planning for the possibility of, of camps. Uh, and if that opportunity does arise, then we will have uh, the same process that we've had in the years past. But uh, we will continue to take our guidance from uh, our health officials and our government officials. And if it's not and healthy for our, our staff and our students. It's not something that we will allow to occur, but we are planning. And if, if I guarantee you, our coaches and our teachers and our directors are ready and willing to, to, to make those camps happen, but we have to do it in a way that's safe and healthy. And if, um, if we can do that, we will offer them this summer. Uh, we will... Provide information as time goes on, but know that we are actively planning for the the camps if we are allowed to 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 move forward.
0: We have a question um, from Quinton about the length of the school year. We kind of touched on it earlier, but just want to re reiterate. Um, we are still operating under the same academic calendar. The governor and the commissioner has. Um, Talk to us that this year is still going to be the same. Um, We're not going to be asked to make up these days because that's part of the reason why we've been providing um, a level of support that we have been uh, remotely. So we do not anticipate this year being extended or shortened or changed at all. We're moving forward as scheduled next year is being planned as scheduled to operate under the calendar as well. That was adopted by our board. Um, So in terms of days of instruction, that should all remain the same um this looks to be a question specific to leander middle school it is about a program called iron tiger kim asks can we still be an iron tiger even though track didn't finish and soccer was canceled mr haug did he leave the room having we...
9: issues um and so he's trying to get back on um, but i can ask him that question in the meantime if we want to move on to the next one, I
0: can get that answer for you. Kim, we'll wait and we'll hopefully get you an Iron Tiger question answered. Um, all right, we have another question. Um, will the next academic year curriculum be any different? Um, I know that, uh, I'm gonna give this one to our superintendent, Dr. Gearing. we know that there's a lot of uncertainty. There's talk of a second wave. Of, of the virus for next year and being prepared for next year. And then there's also just providing students different options, different support systems, different methods for providing learning. Um, what is your thought as to what next year could look like from an academic standpoint and curriculum and delivery of, of school and learning?
10: Yes. And just know and understand that things are changing very rapidly. And so every day, almost every hour, we get new information that helps to guide the decisions that we make. Um, I really like the approach that our curriculum and teaching and learning department have taken um, through this challenge. And that is they, they kind of split it out into phases. And so you'll have noticed that phase one was more of a Here's here's some review of things that you've already done with tools that you already know how to use. And then we stepped into phase two starting on April 6th. And that was, here's some new learning um, that we're going to do, but we're still going to really support you through this. Um, And we're going to continue phase two through the end of May. Um, If for some reason in August we have to be either completely remote like we are now, or there's some hybrid version of this where some folks are remote and some are physically present, um, I think what will happen is we'll see that we'll step to a phase three of this remote learning where we step it up another notch and, and we have uh, a lot more robust direct instruction um, and are taking um, the, the deep learning and the concepts and the standards Um, to a a deeper level and and making sure that we're accomplishing the excellent education that every student in Leander ISD has come to expect um, and and that each and every student deserves. And so we don't know exactly what that looks like yet, but uh, our team is already working hard and having conversations about what that might look like and what opportunities we have to do things a little differently because of the challenges that we're faced with. Um, but I assure you that whatever it is, it'll be really great.
0: And so we're still getting a couple questions about the academic calendar, just to be clear. So to this year, we will be done with academic learning, our traditional regular school year on May 29th as normal. Next year is scheduled to start on August 13th and end on May 27th. So those are still the dates as planned right now as Dr. Gearing alluded to. This thing changes every day. Um, all the changes slowed down a little bit um, recently um, but there has been, we are uh, an evolving and, a, and moving system with this. Um, I'm loving this comment from Amy. Thank you for sharing, and and Mr. Rose or Dr. Rose, you will appreciate this one. My son is at Running Brushy. I just wanna say what a great job the teachers have done. I realize that all science classes may be working together. However, Ms. Klepper has had some really great ways to learn the science lessons. Also, Mrs. Minkler is a new math teacher this year. She has been so supportive of the students in the transition. Running Brushy is really rocking it. I'm so grateful. Um, I definitely wanted to read that one out loud. Um, we know that there are so many teachers working their hearts out. Um, anything you want to add to that, Dr. Rose? I
8: couldn't agree more. Running Brushy is rocking it. Um, but just like you said, uh, all of our teachers are working extremely hard, no matter what school they're at, uh, to give the kids what they need. Um, but yeah, definitely proud of our folks um, at Running Brushy and, and what they're able to do and what they've done so far. So, but but thank you for the shout out, it's always appreciated.
0: Gerardo has a great question. This might be something, um, I think this is really more of a comment, but I do wanna share. Gerardo wants people to know that um, he agrees with the need to have live instruction and in finding solutions for students without access rather than limiting the entire student population. Um, technology, we've been very dependent on this, um, I think in, these, in this remote world, but finding different mixes is really important. The device distribution we did at elementary, was definitely a key in terms of trying to figure out what works best for the most kids that we can and finding solutions for every kid. Um, Trisha asks, what is the best way for parents to find out the next end of your goals for each grade? So this will be for Mrs. Cole. Basically what our kids should master for their current grade to be prepared for the next year. Could the district post something to help parents understand what our kids should have mastered for the current school year? Or is there something I already posted that you can direct me to? And she says, thank you. Ms. Cole, what would you say um, to parents who are looking for access to materials to understand what, they, what their kids need to accomplish to get to the next
3: year?
7: Sure, so of course we have the state uh, standards, the teeks that are published, um, and then our curriculum team takes all of those teeks and develops our uh, in-house curriculum documents with many, many supporting uh, details to go along with that. And then what they've done as we've mentioned is taken those and even condensed those more for this, these last a couple of months with the remote learning. So um, I will definitely visit with our curriculum team who own these documents and, and think about how we might best communicate that to parents thinking about these last couple of months. I know that progress reports are gonna be coming this Friday and there are some frequently asked questions and communication that will be coming out along um, with those progress reports that hopefully will answer some of those questions as well. I don't know if it'll get that specific to um, exactly what all should be um, learned as far as the state teaks, but um, you know, we just know that across Texas right now um, there's, just some flexibility with that, because we just know that with this remote learning situation we're in, the expectation would not be the same to be able to learn all of those TEKS. But what are the main essential ones? And that's what we're really working on. So I'll, I will let our curriculum team know this was a question and we'll see about how we best can best communicate that.
3: Mr.
0: Howe, we're glad to have you back. We have a, Kim wants to be an Iron Tiger, even though the trek. Season didn't finish and soccer was canceled. Can she still be an iron tire?
2: Yeah, so this kind of relates to the question about um, eighth grade graduation and things like that. We're still looking um, to recognize our students in every way that we normally do. Um, the format might look different, but we still want to give out awards and recognize um, outstanding achievement in academics, athletics, fine arts. Um, so our teachers have already been planning on. Um, continuing as many of those awards as they can. Um, I haven't specifically talked to them about the Iron Tiger, um, but they've already started talking about how they want to keep um, the tradition alive of recognizing our students. So I would bet that they're going to be, um, they'll be answering that soon. I
0: want to at least get to these last two questions. Maybe if we can do more in the five minutes, we want to be respectful of everyone's time. Um, we will post this video live. Um, We will post the video on YouTube and share it out on our website after the fact so anyone who wants to share it and you can always ask questions and look them up on support.leanderisd.org and connect you to information um, and there's an ability to answer your questions if we don't get to it here through there. Um, Jennifer asked a question about LISD computer restrictions and because we don't have technology on here I'm going to bump this to Ms. Cole as an instructional technology leader. Um, what about LISD computer restrictions? Websites are still blocked. Also, emails and links keep going out to apparent emails, but we cannot access outside emails on the LISD laptops. Um, having to use multiple devices to access school is a bit frustrating. What would you share, Ms. Cole, with Jennifer about LISD web, re, uh, web restrictions via uh, Content Keeper and what we're looking to do uh, to, to continue to keep kids safe on the Internet, um, and, but also give access to learning materials?
7: Sure, I'll talk about this, and then Mr. Graham may have some additional information. I know that uh, when we uh, did the deployment of the Chromebooks at elementary school, we did put some filters on those Chromebooks because safety of our students is the number one priority. And you know, some of our other devices also have some of those filters from our technology department. Um, and so we have it has come to our attention that because of that, some things have been restricted. Some of the YouTube videos and other things that are were linked in the curriculum documents, um, they have since been approved, and so students and parents should be able to get access to more things than maybe they were able to at the fir- at the very beginning when we started this. So uh, this is a discussion, a continued concern, working with our technology department. So um, I I can definitely relay this information. Uh, John, is there anything else you want to add to that from discussions you've had?
4: No, just to you know, say that we we know that it is some an ongoing item that we are currently looking at. Uh, we know that this is a, a cause of of concern even during the school year, and uh, our our of our CTO, our Chief Technology Officer, is currently using her device like a student would be using their device so she can see firsthand uh, the the constraints that our students face when we come to the safety and, and monitoring of websites and and keeping our devices safe. And so we know it's a concern. Um, there's, not a, there's not an easy answer to this. Know that we do we do know that it's an area that we are looking at and, and they are actively looking at it.
0: Um, I wanna leave us with this final question here for today. Again, support.leanderisc.org. You can search for your question or submit it to be answered. Um, Katerina, you're at the top of my queue, but just wanna let you know, I think your question's more specific to you about registering. Um, in a new school, please go on to that support site and submit a ticket and we'll go ahead and get you taken care of. Um, We have information coming out this week on Friday on update um, 23 in our COVID response exams um, and things like that. But I do know that this this question I wanna end on is probably relevant um, to a lot of our students in the room, especially our eighth graders. My son will be going LHS from Running Brushy. Will high school staff contact the newcomers in regards to classes, et cetera? Mr. Graham, I know you spend a lot of time with our high school principals. Um, What can our eighth graders expect for that transition to look like? Um, And what supports are our high school um, counselors planning um, for incoming eighth graders?
4: I think it's really for all students as they return back to school next year. Uh, we know that uh, not having students together for an extended period of time, uh, it's going to look different for a kindergarten student, an eighth grade student moving to high school, and an 11th grade student becoming a senior. And the the well-being of our students is very important. So uh, the I know it's important to the principals on this call. It's We don't know what it's going to look like next year, but I can assure you that our high school principals and my conversations are looking at every possible way to continue those transition events so students are prepared and uh, ready to enter high school. We know how nerve-wracking it is for our students as a former high school principal, and so uh, they are actively looking at things, but it's, it's something that's on our mind for every student in our district.
0: And Dr. Garrett, I'm gonna let you have the final word here um, with our students and our parents in the audience. Um, Laptops, technology issues, just to give you, that's a quick one for me. Um, Our technology team has people on staff um, who are fixing laptops, breaking and fixing. You can get information about our help desk. Again, support.leanderisd.org, get all of that access to information, get your technology fixed. Um, Dr. Gehring what would you like to leave our students with
10: um, as we conclude this chat um, with with you? Thank you Corey And, and just to all of you out there to our whole community our students our parents our families our faculty our administrators our teachers everybody the most important thing to us is that you stay healthy and that you stay well so please follow the guidelines that are out there for social distancing and take care of yourselves. Students, for you specifically, learn what they're giving you to learn, work hard. This is an important time for you to prepare for the next step in your career, whatever that is. So do what they're asking you to do. But at the same time, I urge you to get outside, get some of this beautiful sunshine, have fun. And I know you are grown when you hear me say this, but as my two middle school kids say, be cool and be legendary. Thanks for visiting with us today. And there's no better way to end this call than that. Thank you
0: all
1: for joining us. We appreciate you.